you? I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women With Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women With Fire podcast. It is Thursday, my friends, and that means you have me, Michelle. And Sarah, happy to be here. We are so excited. You know we love Thursdays. It's when we get to talk about the quest. The quest. The quest is um, our framework to talk about how we can help you um, do what you're supposed to do, right? On Tuesdays, we talk about women who are doing awesome stuff. Well, how are you going to do your awesome stuff? Because you do have your own awesome stuff. And so we have found that there is a pattern, a pattern to purpose, a pattern how God guides us and, and puts us on the path to, to get closer to him. And this is called the quest. If you don't know what we're talking about, I would love for you to go back and listen to episode 48 and actually all the even episodes after 48, and you will get caught up real quick. But today we are talking about the path to get there. So we've already done what the quest is, who the quester is, that's you, guides, and now we're talking about the path to get there. This is really the fun part. Am I right, Sarah? Yeah, because this to me is super technical. Like it's multiple choice A, B, C, D, and it's like right in front of you and you get to pick a path and go for it and experiment and get this project, this quest that you've worked so hard on out there for the world to see and and to start growing something great. And I have to laugh because this experience with finally bringing the quest out in public using the podcast and social media has been really fun. And we've been overwhelmed with the response. We really have. And I think that, you know, we had nervous because it was so personal to us, this framework of the quest. And now that it's out, we're like so excited to be cheering everybody on through their quests. We're in the middle of a quest. You're in the middle of a quest. You've been called to a quest. And here we are all trying to make it happen together. I have to laugh because one of the great questers that I've had the chance to mentor over the past couple of weeks, she's like, Sarah, every time I watch Star Wars, every time I watch Lord of the Rings, Every time I watch Avengers, Harry Potter, you name it, she is seeing it. Oh, it's totally in Moana, by the way. Okay, watched Moana oh, it totally is. over the weekend. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here's the guide. Oh my gosh, here's her path. All that kind of stuff. Like these moments, she's like, you have ruined me in a way. <laughs> she says she just sits and enjoys. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy another story again because she sees everything that's happening. And that is so fun to see that this resonates. This resonates from the Hollywood movie screen all the way to your seemingly small, intimate life, like it resonates and it's happening for you. So today we talk all about the path to get there. This is fun because this is where your quest takes shape. Yeah. So in the other ones, you know, I think that it's kind of hard to grasp sometimes, you know, like, like who is our, who is our guide and why am I the quester, you know, and it's, and it's hard, but this is like the action. And 
I am all about taking action. I'm just going to tell you. And so this, the path to get there, this is where you're going to decide like what you're going to do, right? You feel like you're supposed to start a podcast. Okay. How are you going to start a podcast, right? That's all the the road to get there. Um, you feel like you need to start something in your school, right? That, um, that teaches kids about kindness. Okay. That's the quest, but how are you going to do that? And that's what this path is all about. And the best thing about this path, because you have a divine guide, right? Because you, this is a divine quest, your path may not look like anyone else's. And I love that. And especially Sarah and I talk a lot about this, that in the work that we're doing, we live in a time when it's just unprecedented. The amount of influence we can have. And I'm sitting in my home with my kids. I have a a son that is sick from school today, you know, and I can sit in my room, talk to Sarah and create a podcast that thousands will listen to. What is happening? That is where we are thousands of miles away. And we live thousands of miles away. Like it is, it is insane to me and so amazing. And and Sarah and I were in this um, this conference once because I get a lot, before I say that, um, I get women who come up to me and they feel like, oh my goodness, you guys have so much responsibility. You have so much to do. And, you know, you because we have such an influence and ability to be an influence, we feel so much pressure. And I've been thinking about that. And, and the quote came to my mind that, um, and it was in regards to... Um, to there being so much darkness in the world, right? And there's so much darkness right now. And, and it's just sometimes feels overpowering. And the quote is, and I think it's from uh, President Eyring, he said, the darkness is your opportunity. And I've been thinking about that so much because, ah, I get so excited. I get so excited when I think about all that we're able to accomplish. And And the way that we're able to do this and balance being a mom and having a church calling is all because we get to do things differently. We get to do things by the spirit and we get to have God instructing us. No longer do we have to have a business life, a home life and a church life. We don't have to do that anymore. And we can, we can turn to God and make him a part of all aspects. And then our path will look different than everyone else's. And we can find confidence in that. We can find peace because we know that we're doing what we're supposed to do. And it's okay that it doesn't look like Sally's down the street. It's totally fine because God has told you what you need to do. And so I want you to make sure that in your path to get there, that you are being very prayerful. I want you to be very aware of how God speaks to you and and also your gifts and talents. Um, Sarah, Sarah, in her business, The Photographer's Element, had this moment, right, with with Instagram and, and what to do with Instagram. And I want you to talk to us about, like, suddenly I'm becoming an interviewer. Dang it. Sorry. It's interview mode. <laughs> All is well. All is well. Just, <laughs> I've got a Diet Pepsi in my hand. All is well. Um, but tell us about that. like, Because I remember you coming to me about like building TPE, the photographer's element, on Instagram. And I was giving you all these tips. But how did that work out for you? Oh, well, 
should we do the long version or the short version? Yeah, this is this is exciting. So first off, um, Michelle and I are very, very balanced as far as business partners. She has some real strengths that I avoid like the plague. And I have some strengths that she just really does not love to spend her time on. And she does handle a lot of our social media presence and um, really handles a lot of those things so beautifully. And I'm so grateful for her. Um, as as we started getting some momentum going with this podcast, I started to see I started to see the light a little bit with Instagram on what was possible, on how this platform could work for um, my my business with photography. And I kept thinking, well, I've got tons of pictures I can put up. Like this isn't going to be very hard. So we made a very strategic plan. Michelle helped us. We sat with our assistants, everything like that, made this detailed plan of how we were going to make Instagram work to grow our business at the Photographer's Element. And the reality is our plan was brilliant. Our calendar was great. Um, the things we were asking people to do, all that kind of stuff. Well, here's the reality. Here's the reality. We we didn't just try this for days or weeks. We tried this for months up until half a year, okay? And received little to no growth on our Instagram platform. And, and even though we received some growth on our Instagram platform, uh, platform, we did not see any change in revenue or growth as far as our membership. So we weren't seeing the bottom line increase with all of those efforts. And I was super discouraged. I mean, I was like, wait a minute, where's this magic of Instagram? And of course, the first thing that I want to say is, well, it's the new algorithm. It's everything <laughs> that they keep changing all the time. And I'm wanting to like point the fingers in all those directions. And luckily, I had a guide in my life, okay, I had a guide in my life who looked at TPE and she said, wait a minute, aren't most of the people that are members of your photography membership, like aren't most of them like 45 and above, age 45 and above? I said, yeah. She goes, so like those people aren't on Instagram, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, most of them aren't. <laughs> so are you just trying to get fresh people or do you feel like you've maxed out all the 45-year-old women within your reach? And I was mortified. I mean, I was totally mortified. And I'm sitting here thinking of the most obvious thing. And that was the person who I was most wanting to serve and who had been the people that were flocking to our services and buying our services and making this a success. Like, I had totally lost the mark of who we were serving because Instagram was the cool thing. It was the cool thing. And I have to give Michelle credit because Michelle was not the one saying, ooh, you need to push Instagram. Ooh, you really need to do this. Like I begged for her help because I wanted <laughs> to give it a try because I saw what was possible. And then it finally came in, swooped in that Instagram was not the right train for my business to be riding on. And so we've actually kind of cut back on the Instagram thing. And guess what? Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Our membership is still where we want it to be. Um, our interaction is still where it needs to be. But that's all on different platforms according to who we are serving. So I fully believe in this idea of what Michelle is saying, that your path is unique to you. 
And so as we lay out some of these common paths of how you're going to accomplish it, be thinking about your quest and start thinking in your brain, what is the best path for this? And we're actually going to give you an actionable item to help you discover what that path could be. So Michelle, let's just kind of lay it out. I'm going to list a couple of the really common paths. You tell me which ones that we have missed, and then you can talk about maybe some of the ones that have worked with your mascara thing, which I think is really brilliant. So we've got um, Facebook. We've got Facebook groups. We've got Instagram. We've got Snapchat. We've got podcasts. We've got YouTube. We've got email marketing. What am I missing, Michelle? Pinterest, blogging, SEO. Um, There's always, right? There's always new stuff coming. Okay. And that's kind of the tricky thing because you want to be you know, you want to be there, you want to be present. But really the thing that I kept hearing Sarah saying is, is the, really the thing I kept hearing Sarah say is that, um, that Instagram is not where she is most able to serve her audience. And that is what it all comes down to, right? Is how we can serve the best way. And, and that's where we get lost because we want it. We want to appear a certain way, right? If we had this many followers on Instagram, then people would look at our stuff and say, Oh my goodness, she's successful. And, and that's what we're shooting for. Instead of saying, wait a minute, who are we serving? Are we serving them well? And and that's really going to help that question. Those two questions can help guide you to figure out which path to take. Because um, when you're doing this, you need to take into consideration your people and then who you are, right? Like who you, your best attributes, your best gifts and talents. And that's why we already talked about you, the quester, a couple episodes ago, because you need to know what you have to offer and how you can serve people. And when this really came to light for me, like when we started our mascara experiment. So we were trying to see if um, my my sister-in-law, Joellen, if we could grow an MLM only using online business principles. Okay. And so that means we weren't going to do the normal MLM stuff. We weren't going to do Facebook groups. We weren't going to do Facebook's like posts and we weren't going to do parties or any of that. But could we do SEO, blogging, that kind of thing? to um to grow an MLM. It was just an experiment and a year and a little bit later. So I got to interrupt you Michelle. If you don't know what SEO is, SEO is search engine optimization. <laughs> we we got to know our audience, right? Right? Yeah, we got to know our audience. So, so if you're at Google and you type in best mascara for tan skin, if Michelle's been really really smart, she will show up really, really close to the top of Google because of her search engine optimization. Okay, back to you, girl. <laughs> well, thank you, Sarah. So um, we just want to see if that would work, the SEO. Now you know what SEO is, genius. So anyway, so we've been doing it for just over a year, and a lot of things have have, I've just learned a lot, right? Experiments. Everyone should try them. Um, but I've just learned a lot about, um, about this aspect of business. So when we started this experiment, um, I knew exactly who I wanted to find, right? I wanted to find those ladies who didn't, who wanted to try mascara, but didn't want to go to a party and who wanted to not have those awkward Facebook conversations. Like I wanted those girls 
they're Google girls, right? They're the ones who are Googling for mascara. And so I knew that blogging and SEO were going to be my, my strategy to get them. And it's been so awesome because now what I found is that those girls that are searching for, to become mascara artists, the ones who are finding us are like us because they're the ones that they want to do it online. They don't want to do parties and not the parties are bad, but they want to do it the way that we're doing it. And it's all because of like figuring out and serving your audience the right way. And it's been a process, right? Because now we've learned more about who our audience is and now we can tweak it to make it, um, to make it better. And so when we're trying to figure out what is our greatest path, um, to take the, the best path to take it all has to come down to, who am I trying to serve and how am I going to serve them? And then we have to be confident in saying, you know, like with our mascara stuff, we spend very little time on Instagram about it because I don't feel like that's where my audience is. Do we have a small presence? Absolutely. And, but, um, but we don't spend a lot of time there because that's not where our audience is. But guess what? That's the cool place to be. Are you on Instagram? You hip? <laughs> Hip is that a hip word? And uh, <laughs> anyway, and so I think that when we're doing this, you are going to get a million voices telling you where you should be. You're right, and the the temptation is going to be okay. I am starting my quest, and guess what? I've linked up my Facebook and my Instagram and my email and my Pinterest and my Twitter and my Snapchat and my YouTube. I'm ready to go. And the first thing Michelle and I would tell you if we were your guides would be. Shut it all down, but one. Stop. 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 <laughs> Stop. And that with love from Sarah. XO, XO. Okay. <laughs> You've got to stop. And there is no social media guide on this earth that would tell you to start a quest with every social media platform running at full steam. Don't do it. Don't fall for that mistake. Wise people learn from experience, but super wise people learn from the experiences of others. That's quotable, right? Someone <laughs> really great said it in a John By The Way talk. I don't know who he was quoting. <laughs> but you've got to remember to just start with one. And so that's where you have to really start to put blinders on. Because just because I can see awesome things happening for the people that we're interviewing for, for Natalie Norton and for Ashley's Fresh Fix, like they are rocking the Instagram world and it's working for them and working for their audience and working for their platform. Whereas you'd have to look under the hood of TPE to find out where our revenue and audience comes from. Because guess where our money is made? Email. Our email list is our bread and butter. And that's a number nobody really gets to see. So I have had to year in and year out really put my blinders on and just focus on nurturing the audience that I currently have and that I'm trying to build. Um, and that's when I have to go and experiment on Instagram. And then I'm quietly, quickly reminded, quietly and quickly reminded <laughs> that I need to get right back to my email list and keep working at that to perfect that for my business. So that is critical. The path to get there is not this huge widespread path with 12 different directions. You know <laughs> who you are as the quester. You've taken that time to find out who you are, what your gifts and talents are. Now start thinking of how you can best serve others. And that guide might come in really big right now to help you decide what that path is. 
Now a small break. A word from those who make this podcast possible. This podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all. Email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses and at their guess very what, best. You guys, Check out the show notes like always, or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash Entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast. The clear path is always service and figuring out how you can serve your people best. And this comes into play with Ammon and his brothers, right? So they all are serving missions in different places. Ammon first goes to the Lamanites, right? And the Lamanites don't like Ammon. He's a Nephite. And so when they see him, they tie him up. They take him to the king, King Lamoni, and Lamoni asks why he's there. And do you know what Ammon does? Is he says, I want to live among your people and I want to serve you. That's it. He's like, I want to serve you. And the king says, hey, here's my daughter. Why don't you marry her? <laughs> and Ammon says, no way. So, but Ammon's like, hey, I'm just here to serve. And in this classic Book of Mormon story, he um, he gets asked to go, he gets asked to go help the the sheep herders keep and protect the sheep because there are bands of Lamanites that keep scattering them. And then those people who are protecting the sheep, they get in trouble and they get killed. And so Ammon goes and is trying to protect these sheep and the um, Lamanites come against them. And this is where he chops off their arms. He saves the day. And then in the end, all the, all the other sheep herders, they come and take the arms, right. And they give them to the King. And the King says, Hey, where is Ammon, this man who just saved your life? Where is he? And he says, oh, he is still serving you with the horses, right? He's taking care of the horses. And from there, King Lamoni, he is converted. His whole kingdom's converted. And um, and then his, his father's later converted. But the interesting part is, um, if you contrast Ammon with his brothers, his brothers go into another land, and they almost immediately are put into prison. And if you read them side by side, it's interesting because you see that Ammon went to serve. That's his whole thing. He just went to serve. And because he went to serve, he was successful. And then if you look in his brothers, it says they went to preach. They went to preach. Do you see the difference there? That there's a difference in speaking, standing up and speaking the gospel. And there's a difference in serving and actually living the gospel. And when we can see that our quest, the whole reason we're doing this is to get closer to God, but also to, to serve others, then it immediately changed our effectiveness. It changes our strategy of how to do it best. And it also changes our why, right? Because that's a big deal is if you are there to serve other people, then 
then you can get rid of your pride, right? You can say, okay, my Instagram numbers really don't matter because I am serving people best over here. And, and it can really help you look to see, look in the mirror and see the best way that you can serve and to have confidence in that. I bet that Ammon was, he was doing things differently, right? His brothers are there to preach and he decided to do things differently. And because of that, he was very successful. And just to give the brothers credit, they learn and they go and serve um, King Lamoni's father. And because they serve, they learn really quick, just like that. They learn and they go serve King Lamoni's father and are able to convert him to the gospel. And so that's the power of service. I mean, I'm going to flip this whole thing on its head because when you start to think about the path that you're going to take to best serve others, you are starting to step into the role as a guide. Like, whoa, already you're starting to step into the role as a guide. Ah, the whole quest thing, it goes over and over and over again. Because if you can start to think more like a guide, it will help make your message more sincere and your efforts more sincere and and your posts most sincere. I mean, Natalie Norton talks a lot about this, about being a what kind of human you are on social media. Oh, it's so powerful. So powerful. And I think a lot about that. Like, what's the best path for me to be the best human to reach out to other people, to be a light in darkness. How is that going to change the path that you choose to get there? And there has never been a more thrilling time to be alive than now when there are so many paths that you can take. And we recommend that you focus in on one. And I will just add my second quick story from the Book of Mormon also. King Benjamin was the epitome of service. And and one of the things that I love about reading about him in the Book of Mormon is he mentions that one of the things that he prayed most for, for his people, was that they would have the experiences necessary to come to know their Savior. So the very, very beginning of the chapter. And I was in a situation where someone I loved dearly was really struggling and all I wanted was for a return missionary to walk into this person's life and, and for, um, you know, marriage and, and family home evening and conversion to the gospel. Like that's all I was wanting for this person. And I read that and I thought, wait a minute. What I really want is I want a testimony for her about her heavenly father and how he feels about her. So in fact, King Benjamin is the ultimate guide by wanting the experiences um, necessary really point. to get them and it really, to come to know the Savior. Um, I mean, doesn't that sound like that quest? The, the fact that our that's what King Benjamin was wanting for his people God. was Bottom a line, quest. That was it. And so and the way we do that I just hold so others, deeply onto that, quest, that as right? you choose the path and, to get there, um, that you're our, going to see that this is an opportunity for you to serve to be your best human. Thanks, Natalie Norton, to get your message out there. And so that is you praying for your friend who, you know, needed a return missionary. And maybe that's not the best way for her to get to God right now. And was it Morgan? I think it was Morgan Jones when I interviewed her. Um, but she talked about how the experiences in our life are, are uniquely designed to get us closer to God. That's it. So like maybe right now we can be closer to God with being single like she is right now, you know, and that's what's going to bring her closer to God. And every every situation we 
have are personally designed. And that doesn't mean they're all easy. It doesn't mean that they're all um, simple and, and easily to overcome. But we those are there for us to grow. And that means that we can have questions. We can have doubts because that's part of our quest so that we can say yes to the quest and ask Heavenly Father to guide us through it. And this is where truth just has to resonate. This is where you have to listen inside yourself and you have to look at the examples of incredible um, leaders in the Bible and the Book of Mormon and the guides that you've had in your life. And you, you take heart in truth and in the patterns that the Lord has established. And one of the things that I love is actually a quote from a Clayton Christensen book. He has a book called The Power of Everyday Missionaries, and it is a rock star of a book. Okay, rock star. I don't do book clubs, but I did a book club with this with just my sisters and my mom, and it brought down the house. It is so good. I'm like, this should be required reading, people. It's so great. And it talks a lot about the difference between how Ammon preaches versus his brother and why they're different and how we can be different in sharing the gospel. But I also think that it relates very much to how we share our quest and how we approach our quest. And he talks about that if all we're worried about is conversion is baptizing someone, then we're going to be met with a whole bunch of disappointment because the stories of people getting baptized are fewer and far between. And I don't mean that in a negative way. They just are these rare, amazing experiences. And if that's all you're focused on, then you are in for some real challenges. But he talks about that there is victory in the invitation. And what this makes me think about the quest is that there is victory in inviting others to partake of light. It doesn't matter if they actually partake of it or not in that moment. You need to find total confidence and total peace and find victory in the invitation. And that is what this path is for, is it's a path for you to be able to invite them to shed the darkness and come into the light. It doesn't matter what your quest is, whether you're selling mascara, photography classes, doesn't matter what you're doing. You can invite people to partake of light. And that's the goal. That's why the path is so cool. You never thought that like Instagram was so cool or an email list was so cool. It's an invitation to help people partake of light, which is a victory for you as the quester. Pretty cool. So we want to get you action on board. You need to jump on our website, thewomenwithfire.com slash the path. We're so fancy, right? Thewomenwithfire.com slash the path. And you're going to find a quiz there where you can answer some questions and we're going to give you our best advice on, based on those questions, what a great first path would be for you, your quest, and your idea. And we are super excited to see where that path takes you. So we're here to cheer you on. Thanks so much for joining us at the Women With Fire podcast. Hey, Thanks for listening to the Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram at The Women With Fire or find us in our Facebook group simply search Women With Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.